1: And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Intrigan, a.k.a. KC Bubba. You can find me on the Twitter at BD Intrigan, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. We're here to recap Monday's action on the diamond and get you ready for Tuesday. So let's get popping on some news and notes from Monday. The Reds and Angels game was postponed due to the field not being playable after Sunday's storm that went through Southern California. They will play a doubleheader on Wednesday. Shohei Otani is expected to pitch Game 1 of that doubleheader as of now. Other Angels news, Mike Trout was going to possibly return on Monday. Now reports say he will return on Tuesday, Wednesday at the latest. So let's hope for a Tuesday return for one Mike Trout. The Atlanta Braves placed Yanni Torino's on the IL with right elbow inflammation, which allowed Winans to pitch on Monday. That did not go well, but Torino's on the IL might mean a few more starts for Mr. Winans going forward. More Braves news, Ozzy Albies is eligible to return from the I.L. on Friday, and he should return without any rehab games necessary, as he's been working out on the side with the team, and they are good to go with the way he is producing. Mentioned on yesterday's show, Emerson Hancock left his start after two innings. He was placed on the I.L. on Monday with a right shoulder strain. If you are rostering rostering Emerson Hancock and you do not have I.L. spaces available, he's pretty much a safe drop in my books. Mariners also reinstated J.P. Crawford from the 70-I.L., concussion I.L., and he returned to the leadoff duties on Monday. A's, they reinstated Ryan Nota from the I.L., sending Luis Medina to the I.L. with a blister issue. And they also sent Tyler Soderstrom back to AAA, as he has yet to produce at the level they had hoped for. Yankees made a couple moves and noises and sounds and excitement in the fantasy and real-life world on Monday. They recalled Oswald Peraza from AAA, which many were looking forward to. They're also going to call up prospect Everson Pereira. Pereira's been hitting 300 with 18 home runs and 11 stolen bases across AA and AAA. He's one of the prospects that many experts, dynasty prospect experts, have been expecting to get the call here soon. With the Yankees now nine games out of a playoff spot, why not let the young players play Yankees also promoted stud prospect Jason Dominguez to Triple-A as he is a step closer to some big league action. Not sure if we'll see him in 2023, but he is on the cusp of making his Yankees debut. Lastly, the Yankees will activate Carlos Rodon to make the start on Tuesday uh, for the, in, in, the, in the Bronx. The Pirates, they'll call up Vinny Capra from Triple-A, placing Henry Davis on the aisle with a strained hand as Davis's production has dwindled big time since his uh, call-up about a month ago. Diamondbacks, they also reinstated Evan Longoria from the IL and sending Kyle Lewis back to AAA as Lewis was beginning yo-yoed back and forth all season long. The Moderns recalled Ryan Weathers from AAA on Monday. He made the start. Not a great start, but he made the start. They placed Johnny Cueto on the IL with a viral infection, so keep an eye on that situation. With Brian Wu coming off the IL, he will start on Tuesday for the Mariners, moving George Kirby to Wednesday, Apparently, according to Beat Reporters, it should be an interesting one on Wednesday as it's expected to be 103 on game time. Zach Granke is expected to return from the IL on Tuesday for the Royals. They are deciding if he's going to start the game. They're going to use an opener in the game, how it's going to play out. You probably don't care for fantasy reasons, but Granke will be back on Tuesday, which if you do care for fantasy reasons, it's deciding which A's to potentially start. Eric Haas, who was designated for assignment over the weekend by the Detroit Tigers, was claimed off waivers by the Cleveland Guardians who are always using, always looking for some backup catching help. Luis Arise left Monday's game for the Marlins with stomach cramps, so hopefully nothing too serious there. Maybe just had a bad case of Taco Bell before the game. Who knows? Kyle Wright of the Atlanta Braves is expected to begin a rehab assignment in single-A Rome on Thursday. Uh, he's been progressing well through his rehab. If the starts go well, he's expected to return sometime in early September, like maybe the second week of September. Mitch Hanniger of the San Francisco Giants, he will start a rehab assignment on Tuesday. They're expecting him to need a, about a week or so to get his timing back and, and good to go, but his his batting cage work and just the overall rehab from the broken arm has been pretty solid from what I've heard from Giants Pete reporters, so Mitch Haniger should be back, I guess, in about 10-ish days, give or take. Red Sox have not scheduled any imaging on Jaron Duran's injured toe, and they are just, just debating uh, if he could go to the IL or he is kind of heals through this so Tuesday will be a big day to see what the Red Sox are going to do with the outfielder Jaron Duran the McKenzie Gore he left his last start with a blister issue when he was dealing in that start blisters apparently healed up just fine and he will start on Wednesday for the Washington Nationals underdog fantasy everybody you want to make some money making picks on MLB games then you have to try underdog fantasy the easiest place to play fantasy sports an underdog's pick em game, you just pick your favorite baseball players and predict whether they will go higher or lower on stats like strikeouts, hits, and more. Pick two to five players, get all your picks right, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Be sure to sign up with the promo code PITCHERLIST, P-I-T-C-H-E-R-L-I-S-T, all one word. An underdog will double your first deposit up to $100, so you have some bonus cash to start playing with. We have 15 games on Monday. So some early looks that I'm liking. Drew Smiley over four strikeouts against the Detroit Tigers. Tigers are swinging good bats. Smiley can give up runs. He still manages to get strikeouts, though. So I like Smiley over four Ks. Pete Alonso over eight fantasy points. I would not be shocked if Alonso finds the cheap seats on Tuesday as the Mets take on Bryce Elder. J-Rod, Julio Rodriguez, is the day off on Monday. He'll be back on Tuesday. I like the over nine fantasy points. Keep that red hot bat going. He takes on Mike Clevenger and the Chicago White Sox. And Jesus Lozardo has been bad. It's the nicest way I could put it of late. He takes on the San Diego Padres. I like over two and a half earned runs against Jesus Lozardo in that one. All right, everybody, that's Underdog Fantasy again. UnderdogFantasy.com or Underdog Fantasy in the App Store. Sign up with the promo code PitcherList, all one word, and get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Just a friendly reminder, you must be at least 18 or over and present in the state where Underdog Fantasy operates. 19 are over in Alabama, Nebraska, 21 and over in Massachusetts and Arizona. Terms do apply. If you're concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY. And in Tennessee, call 1-800-889-9789. All right, some hitting highlights from Monday. Cal Raleigh and the Mariners put up a 14 spot on Tukey Toussaint on the White Sox. We were all over that in DFS. Raleigh went 3-for-5 with a double, two home runs, three runs scored, and six RBIs. As the big dumper keeps showcasing his power, but the average is less to be desired. Over Raleigh's last 12 games, he's hitting 229 with three doubles, six home runs, eight runs scored, and 14 RBIs. Chaz McCormick continues to do great things at the plate. On Monday, McCormick went 2-for-5 with two home runs, two runs scored, and four RBIs. Over his last 10 games, McCormick's hitting 350 with four home runs, seven runs scored, seven RBIs, and a stolen base. He has been a great five-category roto player this season. And Hopefully, Michael Brantley potentially returning soon does not affect Chaz McCormick. Spencer Torkelson, I'm going to keep mentioning him because he's still not rostered nearly, and it's like less than 50% still in Yahoo Leagues. Torkelson, four for five with a double, a home run, three runs scored, and an RBI on Monday. Over Torque's last nine games, he's hitting 455 with four doubles, six homers, 11 runs scored, and eight RBIs. He's even touched in a stolen base. It's going to be a fun discussion in 2024. I've already been having it on some of my other podcasts and Bench with Bubba and Bubba in the Bloom, that where will Torkelson go? Is he a top 100 player? I think so. Where does he land in the world of first baseman? Is he Christian Walker territory? That's where it'll get fun in 2024. Make sure you check out the Daily Batters Box article on pitcherlist.com for more details on the day's top hitters. Starting pitching highlights from Monday, Michael Waka-Waka got the job done, five and a third, one earned, five hits, two walks, and seven Ks against the Miami Marlins. They had 12 lifts and a 34% CSW. Waka's now made two starts since coming off the IL, 10 and a third innings pitched, one earned run, three walks, and 12 strikeouts. He was pitching great before he got hurt, pitching great after. It's kind of a smoke and mirrors thing. I kind of compared Walker earlier in the year to Old school Adam Wainwright where he gets older and he's like, how's he doing it? He keeps getting the job done. Eventually it'll, it'll fall off a cliff. Might not be this season though. So Michael Walk is a guy that's definitely streamable in proper formats. Paul Blackburn, who I was a big fan of this week, is his two-start week. Uh, went six innings, two earned, four hits, one walk, and six strikeouts on Monday night against the Royals. Blackburn had 11 whiffs and a 32% CSW. Over his last six starts, he's thrown 36 innings, allowed nine earned runs. 36 strikeouts. Blackburn's been a great source of strikeouts and decent ratios overall this season. Then Jordan Montgomery, Jomo, I just love this man. Eight shutout innings against Arizona. Four hits, one walk and six strikeouts. He had 16 lifts and a 29% CSW. Over Montgomery's last five starts, he's thrown 32 innings, allowed eight earned runs and struck out 29. He is just a steady Eddie producer that I still laugh that the Yankees traded him to the Cardinals last year. Then the Cardinals deal him to Texas. Such a great pitcher. Keeps getting dealt all over the place to contenders to kind of showcase how good he really is. Can't wait to see what kind of contract he gets in the coming seasons. Make sure to tune into the Plus Pitch Podcast with Nick Pollock and read his daily SP roundup to get caught up on all things starting pitching. Some relief pitching highlights from Monday. Not much, folks. Mark Leiter Jr. got his fourth save of the season as Adbert Alzale got the night off as he's been just a monster in recent weeks. Um, But pretty much that is all she wrote in the saves department um, as even Will Smith blew the save in the 11th inning against the D-backs. So a lot of blowouts on Monday, not a lot of room for saves. So make sure to read the Daily Reliever Ranks article on pitcherlist.com for more information about all things relief pitching. All right. before we take a look ahead to Tuesday and I give you a little sappy comment, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors.
0: When it comes to weight management, we tend to put our focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat, and that's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. Try Noom today and see the results for yourself. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N O O M.com to sign up for your trial today.
1: And welcome back to the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by Pitchlist.com. I'm your host, Brian Inchkin, aka KC Bubba. Sappy comment time. I know you all saw it, especially if you're in the Discord and if you're just on Twitter. Alex Fast will be leaving Pitchlist, and he did not ask me to say this, neither did Nick. No, nobody asked me to say this, but I just want to give good luck to alex fast he's been a great friend a great person in the community he's doing amazing things for mlb on all kinds of formats espn masson and others he's a gift to all of us and i can't wait to see what his next step is but more importantly great person great friend so congrats to alex fast on what is to come in his future all right some dfs targets on monday of a 12 game main slate starting at 7 5 p.m eastern time some of the pitching I'm liking, Yusei Kikuchi has just been outstanding. He's going up against Baltimore. Jonathan Gray is very cheap, going up against Arizona. And then Grayson Rodriguez is very cheap as well, going up against Toronto. So those are three arms I'm really looking at on this Tuesday slate. Uh, Bats, Pittsburgh versus Adam Wainwright. Just keep targeting Adam Wainwright, pretty simple stuff there. Dodgers versus Thor, uh, Noah Garden for those keeping track at home. So I like that one. Atlanta versus McGill, Atlanta pretty much every day. And then I love the Mets versus Elder. I've been fading Elder for a long time now. It's been paying off beautifully over like the last month. Keep doing it. It's like Pittsburgh and the Mets could be fun little stacks on Tuesday. Some things I'm looking forward to. The homer in me wants to see how Kyle Harrison does in his debut uh, against the Philadelphia Phillies. I'm not expecting great things from Harrison, especially in fantasy production. He's been going three, four innings in most of his starts. He has improved on the walks we talked about on yesterday's show. I just want to see how he does. I think he'd be great with an opener. That's that's what I wish they would do. So let's see how Kyle Harrison does against Philadelphia. You say Kikuchi against Grayson Rodriguez talked about liking them in DFS. I like the matchup. You got Toronto versus Baltimore. You got some playoff implications, potentially good ALE series kicking off there in Baltimore. Kikuchi, Grayson liking that one, Carlos Rodon's return from the IL should be a fun one in the Bronx. Also, Tanner Houck is returning from the IL after getting hit in the face of the line drive and getting a metal plate put in his face. So looking forward to seeing how he bounces back. His rehab starts were great. He looked really, really good. And he takes on the Houston Astros and Justin Verlander. So a really good matchup there. You know, Paxton and Javier, not great on Monday, kind of how we expected things to go. Let's see how, how can Verlander do? Both these offenses are clicking right now. Should be a fun, fun matchup there. Then Jesus Lazardo versus Snell. Lefty, lefty matchup. Nightcap in San Diego. Lizardo, like I mentioned earlier with underdog, has been very, very bad of late. It has not been good for Jesus Lizard. So I'm really looking forward to seeing him versus Blake Snell, who the walks have been creeping up for Snow, but still very, very productive. So that should be a fun matchup as well. But well, that'll do it, folks. Another episode of the first pitch podcast in the books. Before I head on out, reminder pitcherlist.com. For some reason, if you're listening to this and not watching it or checking them out, you gotta go check them out. All the great free written and podcasts and much, much more content that they provide over there. And then go check out PL Plus and PL Pro. You will not regret it. I promise. Get to you on the awesome Discord, plus even more content. Plus, you'll be at the front of the line for all the new great stuff that Pitcher List is developing down the road. So go check out PL Plus and PL Pro. Well, that'll do it, folks. Another episode in the books. Hope you guys enjoyed your Monday. I'll be back with you guys tomorrow to recap Tuesday and get you ready for Wednesday on the Diamond. But for now, this was your first pitch podcast Tuesday, August 22nd edition. Hope you all have a great day.